Well, hi everybody. I'm Scott. I'm uh, Scott B. I'm a compulsive overeater, and uh, today I'm practicing uh, the pause in everyday life, practicing acceptance and surrender in the moment. Um, I'm uh, 14 plus years in the program. My uh, abstinent date started 12/12/2008, so I'm coming up here on a a milestone uh, soon. Um, hopefully, um, I, I've gone from a 52 waist, uh, to, a, a 40 waist <clears throat> and maintain that for, um, uh, you know, 13 and a half years or so. Um, <clears throat> I, um, I, I do not weigh myself today that that is insanity, um, uh, for me, uh, you know, as each of us have our own uh, uh, program, and and but that's that's my experience. Um, I was a large volume eater. I was, uh, you know, I dealt with, uh, uh, you know, depression. Uh, I spent a lot of time closing the the windows, turning on the TV, and uh, uh, eating large volumes of food. Um, and I. Um, <clears throat> I uh, say I'm a survivor of the OA triangle, and that is uh, uh, me at the top, and on one corner is uh, food, and the other corner is television. Uh, it was uh, a really an addictive. I say, you know, you, you, you know, some people never come out of that cycle, um, uh, and uh, I'm grateful that uh, that um, cycle has been broken. Uh, thanks to OA, um, and uh, uh, my work on, uh, with the steps. Uh, <clears throat> I, um, I, I ate over my emotions. I ate over my fears. I ate over anger. Uh, I'm just I'm really grateful today for, um, for you know, OA, and it, it radically changed my life. It took me a while. I. I was really challenged. It took me a while to get abstinent, and I and I was in and out of program for some time. Uh, it wasn't until I was 52 years old uh, that I it actually took. Um, uh, but uh, and still, even from the first time when I was in program, it, I, I made radical changes in the direction of my life, and I I, I think. Uh, Overeaters Anonymous, the program, uh, higher power for all that. <clears throat> Today, I eat a very repetitive food plan. Um, <clears throat> I basically eat uh, the same, like the same breakfast every day, eat three meals a day with life in between, as we say. Uh, <clears throat> and I've learned, you know, also in this program how to eat out. And, um, and uh, you know, I have set, you know, I'm not adventurous. I have pretty much set things that I go to things when I go out to eat. Uh, I, and I'm um, uh, yeah, grateful for the plan that finally yeah, I found that worked for me uh, based on a lot of pain and suffering, yeah. but uh, uh, grateful for it. Um, so how did I get here? Well, like I said, it didn't come easy. I, I struggled a lot for over many years. Um, my first um, OA meeting, I, w- I was in a relationship with a woman. I uh, lived in San Francisco. 
Um, I um, back in seventy nine eighty, and <clears throat> we were eating buddies. We both had our the, shared the same compulsion there, and um, somehow she she I think she initiated that we that we go to an OA meeting, and. Um, I I went to it and I don't remember much about it. I mean, I just was so in shock. <laughs> all these people being honest and open and and I was just in fear, fear and shame and uh it it was a, it kind of a traumatic thing. I was one of those people that, you know, stood in the back and listened and didn't say much and you know, didn't say much after the meeting. I I, re, I remember talking to one or two people just very superficially. Um, anyhow, uh, I remember coming back home and just, you know, emotionally, you know, just not wanting to go back, um, not wanting to face it. Um, and uh, it wasn't until years later, maybe uh, 88 or so, somewhere around there, um, where I was in a relationship with a man and uh, about six months into the relationship, uh, he came to me and said, Scott, I, I've been drinking behind your back. I used to go to uh, meetings <clears throat> and I, um, uh, I need to go back to those meetings. I, I, I'm, you know, I, I need to, uh, I need help. And so I agreed to attend meetings with him and encouraged him and supported him. Uh, and, um, and in those meetings, you know, you listen to recovering people, you begin to look into yourself and, and, uh, so, and there's probably several different meetings I could have started with, but of course the pressing one for me was, um, was, uh, the eating. It had been a problem, uh, since I was maybe about 12, um, and, it, I was introduced to dieting pretty early in my teens. Uh, my mother took me to a pay, pay and way. My, my one of my high school teachers even went with me. Um, so dieting was really a um, it was in my consciousness uh, for quite a, a few years. Um, anyhow, uh, I did. I did get to meetings, OA meetings. I, I did earnestly attempt to uh, work the program. I did get a sponsor. First of all, I was too uh, – fear is such a, a big part of, you know, uh, my life um, and uh, still is a challenge for me. I'm still dealing with that. You know, that promises a uh, fear of people will leave us um, – yeah, still, still a bit of a challenge for me. Uh, but back then, it was really a challenge. I, I wasn't able to uh, <clears throat> connect with a man in program, and, and uh, so I found a woman who was willing to take me through the first three steps. And and um, anyhow, but the the focus for me, I I didn't get the concept. I was crazy. I was insane. I was you know just off the rails and I, I didn't really get the concept of a uh, sane way of eating. <clears throat> you know, I was still coming from a diet mentality. Um, and I, I gained, I lost and then eventually gained uh, weight back. Uh, I left program after maybe three years or so. Um, 
but it did change the direction of my life. It did change a lot of things. Um, um, and uh, eventually I came back uh, <clears throat> briefly um, and I met a woman and we left together a program after maybe I was in it for a year or so or, or less. Um, and I got married and uh, we both say, say, say uh, both um, um, uh, shared the same compulsion and that uh, <clears throat> she, you know, and I, I kept in the back of my mind, I, you know, that I really, you know, need to get back to OA. Um, I remember when I, after that three year stint, just before I was leaving, one of the old timers who knew kind of now I was gra gravitating away. Uh, he said to me, Scott, you'll never uh, be in denial again uh, about, you know, the food and where recovery is. Um, and um, he was right. Um, um, so I, um, uh, I, yeah, I went back briefly for about a year and then I, then, uh, I was out again and, um, it wasn't until, um, we moved to Sacramento, we were living in Orange County, uh, Southern California. And, um, uh, uh, there was a lot of friction, a, a lot of friction, uh, around this move and I had some resentments and it just, you know, I just uh, was in a lot of, yeah, it was a lot of resentments and I went, I went off the rails then. Um, my wife moved up with the kids. I stayed back to sell, prepare the house for sale. And, um, uh, and I just went wild. Um, and um, I kept do, and then when we moved, when moved, I moved up eventually, uh, and we moved into our new home. Um, I was still just out of control with the food, and particularly the sugar. It's been a major issue for me. White, white flour, white sugar, uh, white flour, and and, and sugar foods. Um, and um, one night, 2008, you know, I. Um, I was just feeling the effects of the sugar in my body and just said, I need to get back to the rooms of Overeaters Anonymous. I know what to do. I, at least I know a lot of what to do. I don't know all the answers, but I know some of them. And, uh, <clears throat> and so, um, uh, so I started going back to the meetings. Um, I got a sponsor really quick, started working the steps. I started working step <clears throat> 11 and 10 because I knew knew some things about program um, and uh, <clears throat> I uh, I got absent fairly quickly I uh, I found fairly quickly a sane way of eating that was working for me um, I slowly over the years have been willing to let go release more and more uh, problem foods and <clears throat> uh, we talk about, you know, the red light foods and yellow light foods and green light foods, at least in some of the meetings up here, we talk about that or have in the past. Um, to me, it's like all my yellow light foods are really red light foods that I'm just not willing to uh, to let go of. But over gradually over time, 
you know, I've come uh, to uh, let them go. Um, um, I got really involved in service. I, I did, you know, uh, you know, all the positions in a meeting. I, I did, uh, I was a secretary at intergroup. I was the chair of intergroup. I served in R2. Um, I, um, I, uh, um, I, even today, while I am not as involved in uh, <clears throat> program uh, in OA service right now, I, I do go to meeting. I have a Saturday morning meeting uh, uh, that I attend that I've been going to for years, decade or more. Um, uh, I'm in another program as well, and just recently, oh, three years ago. Uh, so I am really focusing uh, on on service in that area right now, uh, but um, <clears throat> I still uh, make my meetings. I still do service, you know, I uh, and, and where I can, when I can, and <clears throat> I am very grateful for uh, where I am today. Uh, <clears throat> Um, for me, uh, the, um, the, uh, the 10th step for me, um, is important, particularly the spot check inventory. It's, uh, it's a source of, um, sanity and laughter for me. I really, to catch myself. In, in a defect uh, to catch myself in restless irritability and discontentedness. Uh, I'm really um, grateful for that awareness uh, to, to see myself, you know, uh, and to surrender. You know, um, right now the biggest uh, focus of my recovery is on uh, emotional sobriety um uh i uh i have a uh a little note on my bathroom mirror <clears throat> that says uh mirror mirror on the wall who's the biggest fixaholic of them all uh i i uh, i <clears throat> am challenged by control and uh by uh, uh wanting to fix and that's sort of a judgmental fault finding spirit uh and particularly uh in my <clears throat> in my uh within some specific institutions and um uh people uh uh in outside of OA. Okay, you. Sure. Um, yeah, just, um, just and be the best Scott I can be, be in uh, serenity as much as possible. Um, I, um, uh, I, uh, the last uh, 15 years or so in a program in Sacramento, um, I've been involved in a lot of R2 uh, conventions. Um, and uh, we are having one this uh, uh, summer, uh, July 12th through the 14th, I believe. Um, 
and uh, just want to invite everyone to come. They're really great uh, conventions. Uh, if you ever want, if you wanted to take a, a trip uh, out here to California, or if you're in California, um, you know, drive up or whatever. Um, uh, it um, while I'm not on the committee this year, I have been all the uh, the three other times. Um, I I will be doing service at that um, at that convention uh, on, on at that, uh, for some probably security and also assisting with some uh, assisting back behind the scenes with the, the entertainment. So um, yeah, just want to uh, um, invite anyone who's interested in or. Uh, uh, pass it along to someone who might uh, you might know. Um, I am. I don't know what else to say other than I'm just very grateful to be here tonight to be uh, of service to to uh, share my experience, strength, and hope. And uh, um, I'd say the biggest thing for me is the principle of perseverance when it comes to this program. Uh, and uh, also step two, hope. Uh, and uh, that would be the topic um, uh, for the for the theme or whatever that I would suggest for today would be what is the new hope and uh, new freedom and new hope. Uh, um, that you are experiencing in recovery uh, right now. And my thank you very much. Thank you, Scott. Give me just a second.